Welcome back, everybody, to Flyover Sports. Hey, look, we're doing it. Three weeks in a row of podcasts coming right back to your phone. And uh, it's been really fun. But uh, unfortunately, I have to start off on a downer. Here in the Midwest, people are talking about what all of you saw in your television uh, television Saturday morning was game day finally came to Ames. Everything was setting up for it. Um, and somehow the Cyclones managed to not capitalize on any opportunities and Iowa won the game. But uh, I got Drew and Nate here with me. You guys say hi. Howdy. Hey, guys. <laughs> Very chipper of you. Uh, let, let's just get started with our <laughs> our week in review from the flyover country. Uh, Nate, we'll start with you, and we'll work our way around. <laughs> it's the aliens. I, I don't know what what is happening. Um, boy, for me, it was the it was the first weekend I've been home to like really soak in the football weekend. And unfortunately. Saturday was pretty poor day for college football. Um, they just outside of the Cyhawk game, there wasn't a whole lot, lot to get excited about. Um, one thing that did happen, non sports related for me, is I blindly agreed to participate in this year's turkey trot. Um, Ooh. I've oh, not run hey-o. more than a mile since I don't know high school. Um, so I'm going to start running tomorrow morning and, uh, this may, be my, last, this may be my last podcast. Yeah, just a 5k. Um, so we're in for a real treat. This is going to be, when you don't return to bad. the podcast, I'm going to play, um, fire and rain. Like, <laughs> like I remember the Titans. <laughs> hey, there you it's go. Yesterday morning. <laughs> <laughs> so um i'm uh real excited for that we'll see how that goes but not a real eventful weekend other than that drew what are you looking at well obviously cyhawk was a uh thriller ugly at times um i gotta say it was one of the most Kirk Ferentz wins that Kirk Ferentz has had. Winning on a punt. (laughs) It doesn't get more Ferentz-y than that. Um, I kind of want to – besides that, I kind of want to talk about pass interference in the NFL. We had – we're we're at the point now where I'm kind of confused about it. Um, At first, I thought, oh, they're they're doing this right. They're only calling – um, egregious mistakes, which I like. Um, you know, I thought the first week, okay, they're not, they're not just giving it to the offense for ticky tack hand checks and that sort of thing. But then in, today in the Vikings game, um, Vikings scored about a five yard touchdown to Diggs, and Dalvin Cook got called for offensive pass interference. Um, I guess it was kind of, but it was really ticky-tack. I know that's coming from a Vikings fan, so I'm a little biased. But um, letter of the law, yeah, it was probably offensive pass interference, but they're kind of opening up Pandora's box there. So I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to see where this goes throughout the season. 
you know, are they going to start going more to letter of the law? Because I've seen a lot of challenges by coaches and I thought, oh, yeah, they're going to get pass interference called on this. And it hasn't been overturned. So I'm kind of curious where it's going to go. Um, it ended up, you know, it was kind of a moot point in the Vikings game because Kirk Cousins was playing quarterback for the Vikings today. <laughs> so it didn't really matter. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, at some point in the season, it's there's going to be a crazy overturn or non-call. Yep. They'll probably go against the Saints, and uh, I, yes, we'll have to hear from their fan base for a whole another year. Who dat? <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with you, Drew. It seems like the beginning of the end. Uh, we've kind of been waiting on the first leader to go through the wall to openly challenge pass interference, and now um, I think I read that there were six or eight today, something like that, and um, that's a pretty high margin, really. Um, it's not like that call gets made like four times a game. I mean, it's got to be less than that. So I think we're in for a, a long haul. My week in review starts uh, with the rain delay for the Iowa State-Iowa game. And it just really made me much more hopeful that Iowa State was going to win, especially um, they let Iowa march right down the field. And then they were able to stop them to a field goal. And then there was a huge rain delay. We came out. We looked awesome. Even after the second rain delay, we came out. We looked good. We looked great after halftime. But we uh, let Iowa was 10 for 17 on third down. That is not good enough. That's too many options to get off the field and get your offense on the field. It was a pretty heartbreaking uh, one-point loss. For all you gambling fans out there that have been listening, you'll recall that last week I said I would take a small amount of money on Iowa that way. If Iowa did win, I wouldn't feel so sad. Well, Iowa State covered because, because the world hates me. And now my betting app won't even open because William Hill is out to lunch. And I'm seriously reconsidering my hobbies. Um, so, yeah, but uh, I had a much better betting week. We can talk about that later in the betting segment. But uh, my week in review besides that um, was uh, – I coach high school golf. We got all of my golf meets in, so that was good. Uh, the weather didn't affect it. And uh, the other thing was I had free red zone last week, and this week I didn't have the free preview, and it was miserable. So I will be buying red zone from here on out. <laughs> it is glorious. I don't I don't need direct TV either. I'm just going to pay, pay the man. At least we don't have to do homework like Jacob is right now. Yeah, I, that's thanks, Drew. You'll notice there's a voice missing from the quad, the squad, and that's Jacob. He's uh, he's gone back to school. He's getting uh, what's his degree in? I forget. Well, <laughs> no, this is I, like a setup to a joke. You guys are supposed to be like, oh, I think it's in, I, you know, plumbing. I, was, or, I don't know. That's not funny, but <laughs> I was digging. I was digging deep. I could. Yeah, no, it's, it's late. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I think, guys, I wanted to mention this. I think that I found a way for listeners to call in and leave voicemails. Oh, boy. I'm not making this up. They oh, can, yes. You can't call in live, but you can, after you hear our pod, you can call in and leave a voicemail. If it's good enough, we'll put you on the next episode. Uh, oh, that's we'll outstanding. Capture it. We'll capture it. We'll put you on. So if you're listening and you want to leave a voicemail, which we encourage you to do, um, just click the link in the show notes. 
on your whatever podcast you're listening to. Huh. Wow. This is this uh Wisconsin podcast they used to listen to. They stopped doing it this year for whatever reason, but they would open up the phone lines at halftime and after Badger games, and people would call in just hammered. And then the next episode at the end, they would put together this montage of calls <laughs> edited together. It was phenomenal. Um, yeah, we, sad that's not around, but hopefully we can do something like that. We're a low budget operation, so I'm off <laughs> for the producer. So, but I, I can get the voicemails going. So there'll be a link to call. You can you can record your rants. Um, you can talk about how much you like turkey and throw it in Drew's face. Whatever you want to do. If it's good enough, we'll put it on the show. Odds are we're going to put it on the show. Just just so you know. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, that's this last week. Uh, Nate, I think you had the topic for today. What do you got? Yeah. So I've seen this being tossed around a little bit. And the thought is that college football has become too top heavy. And that's meaning there's really only five or six teams each year that really have a shot at getting into the playoff. Um, This will be the sixth year of the college football playoff. Uh, Bama's been in five of the first five Clemson's been in four of the first five Oklahoma three of five Ohio state two of five Um, this year. I mean, outside of Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma, and Ohio state out of those six. I mean, I don't know that I see anybody outside of them getting into the playoff. Uh, I just kind of want to get your guys' thoughts. Did you Do you think it's too top-heavy? Uh, do you think there's a problem? Um, if so, how do we how do we fix it? Well, that's a good question, Nate. I don't – and I don't know if there's a fix, but, you know, I and that's what the NFL has going for it is it's set up if you do – if you're the Dolphins, <laughs> you know, you get the first draft pick the next year. There's some advantages to finishing at the bottom where college football, if you're winning championships, you're getting more money, you're getting better recruits. It's kind of a snowball effect. So I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's a fix besides setting up some rule where I don't know. I don't know. Do you, do you limit, do you limit the top teams in their, Recruiting, you know, that would be a crazy. That, that would be wild. Yeah. That'd be nuts. But I agree. There's like, it seems like it's going to, it seems like there are six teams vying for four playoff spots right now. And there's a huge gap between those top six and the rest of the country. Like, so I, I don't know. Open to your guys' ideas. I, th- think you're right Nate I think it's too top heavy but the solution isn't very easy because if you do what Drew suggested uh, which I know is just like a one-off but if you limit the recruiting or limit the income um, that kind of goes against every like principle that the United States stands for although what's interesting is that like all of our professional leagues do that where there's uh, profit sharing where there's um, advantages, like Drew said, to finishing last. You get draft picks. You can regroup. If we compare that to the English Premier League, which I know no one watches, and that's far from flyover country, but (laughs) the point is in the Premier League, they give endless amounts of money to the top teams, and it's always the same top teams every year. 
And that's because it's like capitalism. They just are richer so they can pay more and they are do better. That's why it was crazy those a uh, few years ago in Leicester City won because uh, they don't have any money. And it's kind of mm-hmm. the same thing that like was created with Moneyball is like the Yankees have all the money. So they do really well all the time. It looks like they might win this year, by the way. Um, but one solution that um, I was trying to think of is to have some sort of qualifications for the playoff, because it feels like we're in a year where Alabama could lose twice. They could lose to LSU and then they could lose to Georgia in the SEC title game and they could still get into the playoff. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think there's too many people that would be too shocked if Alabama had two losses and got in. I mean, people would be shocked if they lost twice, but people would be like, oh, it's Alabama. They're great anyway. Just put them in. So you might have to put some qualifications on the playoff, like no losses. Well, then all of a sudden you you kind of flip it, but at least you get a difference of opinion. And this would, this would have meant that, what, UCF a couple of years ago would have been in? Right. UCF might go on to – they might run the table this year too. You think that Alabama could get in with two losses? Um, if it's if it's to LSU and they still win the their side, because aren't them and LSU on the same side of the SEC? Correct. Yep. So if somehow they get in, but then I don't know. You're, I'm saying it could happen, Drew. I'm not saying it's like guaranteed. Gotcha. But I'm actually counting on Alabama having two losses, not getting in, and Utah being in. Counting on it. Georgia, Utah, Oklahoma, the other team. Because, yeah, if you had a two-loss Alabama team, chances are there's going to be at least four teams at the top with one or zero losses. Like Clemson's not going to lose. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. I don't know who's on their schedule. Florida State isn't good. It's all The ACC is bad. Yeah. Except for Virginia. When do they play Virginia? The title game. Yeah. Yeah, Virginia's not half bad. They don't have a ranked team on their schedule the rest of the way. We learned that Boston College is real bad. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Wow. Um, Another thing I'll throw in is that there every year there has been a new team in the playoff. So there's still there's a little parody. I mean, it's still new, mm-hmm. but um, and I don't. It just doesn't seem like it just doesn't seem like anybody else has a chance. I don't know that a 16 playoff fixes it. Um, you know, maybe it goes to eight. Maybe the transfer portal. You know, after a few years, creates a little more parody. Um. Isn't but, there a Twitter account that like runs the BCS numbers anyway? And haven't they been like really similar to what's happened? I think so. Yeah. That yep. was a general statement, but but the other side of it is I would much rather I would much rather go to a big college football game, even if it's like the Cyhawk game this weekend. I would much rather go to that game between two teams that aren't title contenders. Um, rather than going to an NFL game. I know that's probably more of a Midwest sentiment. You know, if you go to certain parts of the country, like, you know, Northeast, they're probably 
not saying they, they don't love college football that much. I know the Midwest loves college football a lot more, but I would much rather go to a college football game than NFL right now. Um, so they've got that. I think they've got that part of it going for going for them. But I think they're going to run into a problem if it's the same teams over and over again, like it continues. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think people are still watching though, right? Like people are still watching those playoff games, especially now oh, that they moved them off of New Year's Day or New Year's Eve or right. whatever it was. Yeah. 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 No, I think so. But their ratings were really down this past year, I think. Oh, okay. NFL yeah. playoff. I think NFL playoff games are blowing college football playoff games out of the water in terms of ratings. Be interesting to see now that betting has expanded if that changes the um, hmm. complexion right. at all. Yeah. I have a feeling it won't. Right. Well, and it's like, you know, I think, was it Clemson played Notre Dame last year in one of the matchups? Oh, yeah. yeah. And the spread was, you know, between 14 and 20 points. I can't remember. But and I think the other game was a huge spread, too. So people are people are going into the game not expecting it to be close. Where Right. People, your typical NFL playoff game, it's like a three-point spread either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Unless Kirk Cousins is playing. <laughs> who, the, who do they have next week? They host the Raiders. Oh, oh boy, that's boy. another loss. Nah. Vikings will be spiraling. And they're looking better than I thought. My Oh, the Raiders look way better than I thought. They were supposed uh, to win four games. My under six, my my two futures bets I made at the beginning of the year are terrible. Going under six, bad. and what was the other one? Steelers over nine and a half. Oh no! Oh and two. They're on two. Big Ben is going in for an MRI tomorrow. Hope he stays out of the nightclubs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, um, I guess that kind of wraps it up uh, but i think it is a problem or isn't a problem um maybe i think you still want to see the best teams play true but it just takes a little little excitement out of it but we'll we'll see how things play out this year so i'm sure it'll be alabama clemson in the title game once again i will say it makes it makes those years when you know, you, you have a team that's normally not a playoff contender in there and they start out 8-0, it makes that a lot more exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do agree. You know well, it, it's going to be Georgia and Clemson, Nate. Right. Not Alabama. Okay. Not Utah? No, Utah's just going to make the top four. Okay, okay. Okay. And they beat BYU, and that uh, BYU has just been running through people. Running through Tennessee. Running through Florida State. I want to say the first playoff rankings that ever came out had Mississippi State at number one. So <laughs> there was a little excitement in those rankings. I mean, I think A&M's been – Number one before, um, but mm-hmm. the way I things was are, right? Number five and four before. Yeah, 
But just the way things the are setting up. Yes. We'll see. We'll see. But, well, I guess let's jump to the, the three and out here. You know, All right. What do you got for us? Uh, we'll keep this one quick and easy. Uh, give me one word to describe the, the Cyhawk game from Saturday. Um, I got two words. <laughs> then I'll think of – I'll try to think okay. of one. Missed opportunities. Um, I thought Iowa State created a lot of opportunities for themselves uh, to win. It's like golf, you know. If you if you hit every green, you're giving yourself an opportunity to put it in the hole for birdie, and that's what they did. If this would have been a golf tournament, they would have hit way more greens than Iowa did. But you know what? Couldn't putt. I'm going to go with everyone's favorite word, Gritty. <laughs> <laughs> um there was there were several times where I thought Iowa was done. I I really did. Um they they had they had a few plays they got lucky with. They also made some some big time plays when they needed it. So um it was not pretty and you know it's not one of those games you feel great about afterwards like oh wow, we look great, but um they somehow found a way to win. And um, last year, for instance, now I, can't, I don't have the stats in front of me, but last year that was a game Iowa would have lost. So hopefully that's encouraging for the rest of the season. I guess for me it, it was disappointing in the fact that it had two delays. Um, it would have been nice to, to see it continuously played out. I thought Iowa State looked pretty good. Um, I thought that they were just kind of picking Iowa apart. Um, with mm-hmm. some of those those throws. Um, I guess they did bring a little pressure there as the game went on. Um, which is pretty an Iowa like, but um, they kept Epinesa in check for most part. He had a few opportunities there where it looked like he was going to make a game changing play, but I thought Iowa State looked pretty good. Uh, but. Stanley made some good throws. Uh, that was that third and twenty-two. He threw that missile. That was one of the, was one of the biggest plays in the game. Yeah, Agreed. yeah. That was a double bogey. Cyclones. <laughs> Cyclones hit eleven out of fourteen fairways, fifteen out of eighteen greens. Had two double bogeys. Brock Purdy <laughs> throwing it away, fumbling it, and then third and twenty-two. Just unacceptable. I mean. Mark Farley-esque. That was one of like the three or four times where I thought, okay, I, you know, one more scoring drive here for Iowa State, and Iowa's done. You know, I thought, oh boy, Iowa State's going to get good field position here. Then they're going to take it down and at least get a field goal. And then I didn't think Iowa had enough horses to come back from down more than more than ten. But that was a big play. Yeah. And Iowa's running back platoon, I thought was interesting. I thought that they had kind of clearly established a, a number one over the first couple yeah. weeks. I think it should yeah. be Sargent, don't you? Well, I don't I know anymore. Tough. I think he's tough. Well, that Goodson, he looks good. Yeah. 
that freshman. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying he should be the feature feature back, um, but he's quick. Gives gives them something they don't have with the other two. Right. Okay. We'll we'll go on to question two here. We've we've touched on our favorite uh, I don't know fish related team, the Miami Dolphins. Um, they're looking historically bad. Uh, do you think they'll go zero and sixteen? Based on historical trends, I think I can't say for sure until um, they are zero and four until they're four weeks in. Just because there's a lot of overreaction in the NFL. Um, there's right. actually a lot of overreaction in football from week to week, too. Yes. Um, but I think that the Dolphins' performance today, they were only down 13 nothing at halftime with <laughs> arguably the best team in the country. So that's a pretty good half, really. Um, and then to just basically not even try in this next two quarters. I mean, to give up another, what, 30 points? In two quarters, I mean, yeah, on the on the tails of giving up sixty points or whatever, so they've given up like a hundred points. So I don't know. It, it really feels like they're trying to tank, which would be kind of a new thing for the NFL. Yeah, uh, definitely would be. So uh, there's like a definitely like a one in three chance right now that they go zero and sixteen. I'm going to say they don't. I'm going to say they get a win. I don't know who it will be, but I'm going to say one in fifteen. I'm going to say yes. They are going to run the table. Um, and I would bet on it if my Bill Hill app would load. <laughs> but I think they have a lot of people, a lot of players on this team that are basically trying to get traded. They've had enough. A um, bunch of millennial snowflakes wanting out. <laughs> and... Um, I don't even know how you I don't even know how you turn around that locker room at this point. Give up 100 points, scored what? 3? Yeah, they seem all checked out. Yeah. Why isn't Josh Rosen better? Is it because his teammates aren't trying? Josh Rosen isn't bad, right? I don't know. Did he play today or did uh, Fitzpatrick started and threw oh, terrible watch the game. Terrible pick sixes and then Rosen got put in in the at the end like he did the first game. Then after the game, they said Fitzpatrick's still the starter. So, well, I, I don't know. In my opinion, Fitz Magic is their best chance to win a game. I'm I'm looking at week week sixteen. The Bengals come to town. If they're still if they still have a team at that point, <laughs> they've disbanded. That's. They still have a team at that point. That's the you know, best I think you're right, Drew. The the commissioner could be barreling down on them and saying, "We think you're you're tampering." So, they're like, no, we didn't tamper. We won the last game. We were trying hard every time. <laughs> could be, or Andy Dalton could shred him for 400 yards like he did last week. <laughs> Uh, Rosen was seven for eighteen today. Okay, never mind. That's bad. Oh, Kirk, was, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yes, the Patriots' defense is scary good. The Patriots are scary good. They are, unfortunately. They yeah. are way better than they were last year. 
yeah, they, I don't know. They, Maybe that's an overreaction. Super hot start, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll go to question three. Uh, you get one kick from the 15-yard line to make a field goal. Uh, $1 million or a year in prison locked up. Would you take the chance? Okay. So wait, the ball is on the 15? The ball is on the 15. Is Kicking it a T? No, somebody's, it? somebody's holding it like a, okay, like a field goal. That kind of changes it. Is uh, Does someone snap it? Or they're just holding it with their finger. No, nah, we'll just hold it. No snapper. Nah. Okay. Because I think I would decline if there was a snap. Even if you could guarantee a perfect snap and hold, you still are like your eyes are having to track the ball, and you don't you don't know what to focus on. Especially since I don't do it. The other thing is I have never um, been able to touch my toes. Like in PE class in elementary school, when we'd had to do the like sit and reach test where you like sit at that metal <laughs> box and like push that stupid thing. Oh, I could never good. do it. I remember my PE teacher, same one as Drew, by the way, telling me that like I would fail PE in college. He's like at Iowa oh, State, they wouldn't let you pass with this. Oh I, I had God. to have been like sixth grade. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. College PE. And he's like, I know the guy at Iowa State. He, you would fail. I was like, my legs just don't work. Like they will snap. Like I can feel the tendons like shrinking up. <laughs> what I do you want me how, to do? <laughs> I undoubtedly would be a better golfer if I had more flexibility. All of this is to say, yes, I'm taking the I'm taking the field goal try, and I'm probably making it. I mean, how is it going to go left or right? The only thing is, if I don't catch it clean, I don't get it up off the ground. But like, I, what I'm, I'm going to hook a 15 yarder, 25 yarder. No. <laughs> I might pop it up and leave it short, but I'm not missing it left or right. So now I've already missed. Like, I've eliminated a lot of the misses. Statistically, I'm in the money on this one. And here in prison, I mean, people at work would give me my job back, right? They'd be like, oh, he just missed a 25-yarder. We'll see him in a year. You can have your job back. Yeah, I think that's fine. You guys wouldn't miss me. I couldn't do the podcast anymore, so that'd be fine. I'm Maybe Jacob would be done with his degree by then. <laughs> I'm um, taking the chance. So, are you able to use like the block, like in high school, on this? No, 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 no. Let's not. That's that's cheating. By the way, that's ridiculous. Oh yeah, back to the one more question: Is it a turf field or is it natural grass? No, natural grass. We're not. Oh, boy. Nah. Now it's no turf. Harder. No one's trying to block it, right? <laughs> no, no, no free free runners at the. Okay. I'm kicking it, but I will say, it makes a big difference not having that block. And I, oh, would yeah. agree. it's like it's cra- it's crazy easier with the block. Yes. Well, yeah, have you ever hit driver off the deck? <laughs> That's a great analogy. No, it's yeah. almost the same. Um, I'm kicking it. I did kick in high school, so I, I think I can. I think oh. I can get it I think I can get it up over. That was on the famed turf though of the university. Yeah. Although I've never I've never kicked without the block. So I'm a little worried I'm gonna hit a worm burner. <laughs> it's gonna roll, roll the ball. Gonna roll through the end zone and I'll be they'll take me straight to prison. Yeah, you've watched so much uh 
Vikings football that you might be <laughs> tunneled <laughs> with their kicking success. They had an awful extra point try today. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least I, Kirk, at least Kirk Cousins he he took the blame today. Post-game. Oh, he did. Yeah, he stood up there looking like Joel Austin, <laughs> and he took the blame. Good for him. Well, he's already got all his money, so that's my quarterback. <laughs> that's my quarterback. <laughs> Um, I think I'm going to take it. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I did kick on the, uh, seventh grade B team, uh, kickoffs and whatnot. So- soccer style or you just toe banging? Uh, no, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't kick soccer style. No, it's a toe banging all the way. Um, and not using one of those shoes. Have you, you've seen those square toe shoes that people put on? Yeah. Yeah. Those, that's also ridiculous, by the Did way. Did your toes suffer CTE? Like, are they all bent <laughs> up and stuff? No, they're fine. I mean, okay. I, didn't kick, I didn't kick that much. That's how I kick everything. But It's like um, Tom Dempsey. You know, he had that record for yeah. all those years. Yes. But he had like half a foot, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he had like yeah. half a foot, and it was like flat in the front. Yeah. He, he just banged that thing straight on. Just but like a mallet. That's when the field goal posts were moved up, I think. Right. Yes. But hmm, interesting. We're all, we're all willing to risk a year of prison. Yes. Risk it all. <laughs> okay. So for our last thing here, um, we got a bit of trivia. Maybe you saw this floating around, but I don't know. Just play along. Um, I have the top five biggest live events in the state of Iowa in terms of average price of tickets sold. And coming in at number three was this year's Cyhawk game at $210. Oh. At number three? At number three. Okay. Can you guess the other four? Or so far this year? Close? So this is um, second this is secondhand market. Yes. Yep. Um th- not just this year. Um looks like 2015 was the farthest back of these events. The others have been between now and then. So. Well, one of them's got to be that musical, whatever it's called. The historic, the history one. Hamilton? Yeah. No, it is not on here. Wasn't that in Iowa? Um, Did that come to Iowa? Yeah, I, I so. saw it at the Civic Center. How much did you pay for a ticket? More than two hundred dollars. Uh, so I got in. I got them at face value because I got in on the uh, wait list. Like I spent like hours in front of my computer watching it tick down, and I eventually got tickets at face value. Though face value was like one twenty. Oh wow! I'll but tell you. Yes, the secondary market was like in the three hundreds. Wow, so that's not on this list. That is not on this list. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah. I don't know, but this bunk. So, so <laughs> rephrase the question one more time for our listeners the, and for me. I guess okay. Uh, I thought I had the number one answer. Top five biggest live events. I don't know, oh, live. Yes, oh. it's live. No, I watched it. I watched it on a screen. Well, guys. I, well. <laughs> that's how all musical theater is. They well, just it's rehearsed. There's no one like trying to sack them 
up on stage. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, because you have to remember all these words and your dance moves. Okay, some of these are concerts, though. So okay, uh, um, how about Garth Brooks? Yes, number two at two hundred and twenty dollars. Okay, that was a good guess. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of like big venues and what might have been there. Um, I'll tell you, they're all at the same venue. Wells Fargo. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with um, Drake. No. Oh, that was a great guess. Darn, they're all at Wells Fargo because I was going to. Yep. Uh, Hanson performed at Adventureland a few years ago, <laughs> Oktoberfest. Um, I, thought, I thought they might be top three. <laughs> well, I saw Tim McGraw, but I don't think that was him. No. Nope. What about, oh, I got it. Uh, the crazy hardcore rock band from Iowa. Um, Slipknot? Yes. No, they're, Ooh, they're not. Man, for those of you playing bingo at home, that's two weeks in a row we've mentioned Slipknot on the podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Slipknot listeners. Yes. Big yeah. fans. Yes. Sorry, um, if I, sorry if I can't remember the band's name. <laughs> Quick side note. Um, how do we feel about Eric Church being the kicker for <laughs> the kicker, the picker for game day? <laughs> I would I, rather watch him kick a field goal for game day. Yes. Didn't he look like hungover and like he was checking his phone? At the desk? Yeah. Well, he, was very, he was very informed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so his notes must have been on his phone. But like, yeah, it, looks just, was... it just looks better if you have a sheet of paper than your iPhone. Well, somebody Maybe it's prepped. Android. Somebody that'd preps be, those for him. It's... That'd be heartbreaking if Eric Church had an Android phone. <laughs> be just devastating. Flip phone. <laughs> okay. What, okay. What other, okay. What other live events? They're, they're concerts and they're like worldwide names. Yeah, uh, the Spice Girls. Nope, they weren't there. No, uh, no. Not, Car- not Cardi B in the ten minute concert she played or whatever. Yeah, she was. She did not make the list. I was red. <laughs> no. Give was us it, one. Was it a country? Celine Dion. Performer. Um. Celine Dion. Not, not, not Celine Dion. Um, oh, no, 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 I got it. Wait. Shania Twain. Nope. Um, one is a group. The Iowa Energy take on the Minnesota <laughs> D team. Backstreet Boys. No, older. New kids older. from the New Kids on the Block. No, older. CCR. No. John Fogarty. Nah, Beach Boys. Bruce no. Springsteen. Okay, I'm just gonna give it to I you. I saw Bruce Springsteen at Wells Fargo. Give us one. At uh, number five is the Eagles. At Hundred ninety three dollars, two thousand eighteen. Was Don Henley there? Were they together? I don't know. Is he alive? Is he alive? Oh, I broke him up. Well, oh. paid a lot of money for like zero of the original members. <laughs> don't yes. fact check that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, okay what, how many spots have we not named? One, uh, the first and the fourth, and one of these I can't believe you have not gotten. Wow. You okay. too? They haven't been here. Um, nope. These other, they're solo acts. These other two. Hmm. One is our age. And Michael the other, Oh, the Taylor other, Swift. Yes. Oh, Taylor that, Swift. Yeah. Her album's at, really good. At number four in 2015. At number four? Yes. How much? Number, $200. I went, that, I, I went to that concert 
everyone. Oh, you were there. Yeah, not ashamed to say that. I'm sure it was great. I would go. Great performer. This was pre-White Claws, though, so I don't know what you drank. <laughs> that, that was. Probably just <laughs> vodka and water. That was the Palm Breeze days. <laughs> that would have been, what album would that have been? Red. That, nope, it was the one after that. 1989. No, what was the one after? I don't yes. know. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, great uh, album. Taylor Swift knowledges. Oh, I got a lot. Incredible. One of the top five albums of all time. Continue. And number one. Get pretty good too. Number one is all you have left. I thought Taylor Swift would have been number one. I think Hamilton should have been number one. I'm surprised it's not on that list. Well, it's not live, Kenton. Right. It's, <laughs> it's, on, it's on a delay. It's no one's they're... actually trying to murder them. So they're actually like puppets. <laughs> yeah, just like singers. Uh, gosh. Can you give us a, a tiny hint? Bieber? Justin Bieber was there. Oh, was it Bieber? No. Um, I know he was there, though. Pretty old. Um, and it was um, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney? Yes. Oh. Yes. I remember someone saying. Number one at 229. Very I nice. see Paul McCartney. I saw the movie yesterday. Did you guys see the movie? I did not. It's worth seeing. Would you I say better than i don't know i thought bohemian rhapsody was phenomenal still haven't um, seen it i don't know how i feel about the whole director thing hmm. no i'm just too lazy to watch it that's really what it was. <laughs> too lazy to watch a movie yeah really am that's so i'm kind of late to the party here what did the director do he like molested people mainly oh. men mainly boys and then for the uh production company found out about it and they fired him. So the last two weeks of the shooting, they didn't have a director. Okay. You know what? I don't think I really knew that, but I watched it. He never really faced any criminal charges though. At least I don't think. Hmm. So that's also like people are bent out of shape about that and they should be. There's like all these victims. Me too. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I shouldn't dismiss it. It's probably terrible. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's all we have. We we finished that up. Well done. Well done. All right. Well, that makes it uh, time for my favorite segment. I think it'll always be my favorite segment. I just uh, it's time for the Kenton's cover segment. I think we're saying that because there's alliteration there. We should maybe rename it so we can be more inclusive to you guys. But the the cover <laughs> segment. Last week, I said, uh, take whatever line is against Wyoming. It ended up being Idaho State plus 27 and a half. Guess what? Wyoming won by five. That was an easy winner. Uh, I couldn't get that line until Saturday morning, but hopefully all of you are out there looking at your, looking at your app that doesn't work. <laughs> and then hammering against Wyoming. And guess what? This isn't even one of my official picks, but they play Tulsa at Tulsa this week. Wyoming does. Tulsa is looking to be about a four-point favorite. I would expect the market to come down a little bit. If it comes down to three, take Tulsa. Otherwise, I think uh, a Tulsa money line parlay with uh, another team would be a great choice. Um, you could try and throw. Um, there's obviously some really big favorites, but you could throw Wisconsin there if you think they're going to beat Michigan. It's a little risky. Um you could throw uh, Colorado in there if you think they're going to be Arizona State, which leads me to my next 
uh, pick, which is a lock, is Colorado against Arizona State. Arizona State is bad. There is no reason that they oh. beat Michigan State. Yes. Mich- Michigan State outgained them by like 250 yards. Yeah. Go look up the numbers. I mean, it, it's really hard to explain what happened there. I didn't watch the whole game. I watched the ending. Um, so maybe this is misguided. But I'm taking Colorado, um, also a Pac-12 team that beat the Big Ten. What's happening to the Big Ten? Maybe we should have opened with that topic. <laughs> Big Ten can't beat anybody out West. No, that doesn't. Uh, um, That's not good for us. But Colorado, uh, take them, especially if it's above seven, which it's looking like they're going to give Arizona State way too much love. Take Colorado as soon as you can above the key number. That's my covers. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to in the week of sports betting? Nate, go ahead. Okay. Well, I just want to point out that I was right in taking Oklahoma last week. Um, I think they were 21-point favorites at the time and won by 34 against the innovative Chip Kelly UCLA <laughs> Bruins. Remember when he was going to change the NFL for forever? And then yeah. that didn't work out. Anyway, back to picks. Um, one game I'm very intrigued by is Oklahoma State plus seven versus Texas. Um, I think Oklahoma State could play a little spoiler this year. So I think, uh, I think I would jump on that. Another one is SMU plus nine and a half versus TCU. And uh, SMU's looking pretty good. They have Shane Bouchelle, who's the former Longhorn. Um, they've got things rolling um, up at the hilltop. So those are the two that I've got my eye on. Who won, Purdue or TCU? TCU did. I don't oh, think it okay. was close. Yeah, they blew them out. Okay. Drew, yeah. do you have uh, no? You may not have had time to look at the lines, but do you have any games you're looking forward to? Yes, I do. Um, there's two teams that there's two teams in the top 25 that are frauds. Oh. Or, I should say, or I should say the top wow. 15. I should say the top 15. Hot take okay. alert. Yes, first one is Notre Dame. Okay, they are 13 and a half point underdogs. Don't care. Take Georgia. It's going to be a blowout. This is Jim yeah. Kramer. Yes, I mean, yeah. Hammer. Everybody, everybody, everybody said this about my Patriots pick last year. Oh, it's too many points. I said I don't care what the line is. Take Patriots. <laughs> they win by forty-three. Okay. The other one. Okay, and this is going to surprise a few few our listeners. Back to the heartland. Michigan fraud. All right. I like it. I'm going to you this weekend. Are you taking the points? Because it looks like Wisconsin's going to be favored by three. Wisconsin will win by more than three. Oh, I think, man. I think, Drew, if you're going to do that, you might as well bet that and then do like a parlay with Wisconsin and Moneyline and and, uh, maybe throw in a couple more teams in there. You know – the uh, the Friday night game, or no, there's a Thursday night game. It's Houston Tulane. It looks like Tulane's going to be favored by a field goal. Uh, I like Tulane to win that game too. So, I also want to hammer Utah going into uh, oh USC USC Friday night. The the lines I see are anywhere from a pick to um, 
Southern Cal will be a home dog by about two and a half. Yeah. I'd go Utah there. Mm. There's some really good. They're going to be a playoff team. I love a good Thursday, Friday night. Get my betting weekend off to a good start. Oh, yeah. Let your whistle a little bit. Yeah. Usually there's app loads. Yes. Yeah. Usually there's some action going on on a Friday night. Has, Has there been any? I haven't seen these. Once in a while, they play on like a Tuesday too. Right. <laughs> I don't yes. know how that works, but I don't know. I'm seeing a bunch of games on Friday. Uh, not yeah. a bunch, but like Air Force Boise State plays Friday. Yeah. No action this week. Yeah. There's some great games this week, though. It's I'm much sure, better. I'm sure they're making sure their student athletes don't miss much class. That's why they're <laughs> yes. Tuesday night games. Yes. For the but, students. Yeah. There's some well, – I mean, uh, yeah. Nate, I have one more question, then we'll get out of this segment. Um, Washington State appears to be 19 points against UCLA at home. Uh, Washington State's at home, I mean. Um, what do you, Who do you like in that game if you're forced oh, to pick? Washington boy. State by 19. Boy. Kelly and UCLA. I – it's on Saturday at, at night, you know, the classic West Coast night game. Right. I, I, man, I don't want to pick UCLA, but I think they'll keep it within 19 and a half. Okay. We'll, we'll check in. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, I had a uh, – the other thing I wanted to point out, and this is just me bragging, is um, I had an excellent teaser this weekend. I had uh, Pittsburgh – which I wish I would have just bet straight up. Um, and then Pittsburgh teased with University of Texas San Antonio, who was playing Army. Um, I needed the points against Army, but they stayed within the tease, and uh, I won. So that was a pretty good one. Oh, there you go. Army isn't that great. No, but they almost beat the Wolverines. So No, I, I know. Um, Army, you know, they, what do they throw, like four passes a game? Yeah. So how are be, they? How are they going to beat teams by more than three scores? That's, that's that's a good point. And they didn't. They only won by eighteen against UTSA. So yeah, I don't know. There are some great games. A and M ranked seventeenth as a four point favorite against Auburn. Who's ranked eighth? I know. I saw that too. Why shouldn't I take Auburn? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know either. The other thing is the Thursday night NFL game and the Monday night NFL game are just dogs, man. They're bad. Yeah, they're not Minchu. <laughs> it's Pooh Manchu yeah. versus whoever works at the Titans, whoever's employed by the Titans. It's Mariota. Yeah. yeah. That guy's a baller. Yeah, he is. Is he though? I mean, he scored what, 12 points today? Cool. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that ends our cover segment. And you know what? That ends our podcast. Uh, we're going to – well, do you guys want to do uh, what you're looking forward to the week ahead? Sure. Yeah, why all not? Right. Go ahead, Nate. Um, I I think it's going to be a great Saturday of, of games. Um, we got Wisconsin and Michigan at 11 a.m. on Fox, and there will be 2 million commercials, and the game will be stretched out for four hours when – both teams are just going to run the ball. So um, I think feel pretty good about that game. And then 
um, A&M Auburn after that, and there's um, we got Georgia Notre Dame. It's going to be a solid Saturday. Drew, yes, I'm on the same page, Nate. It's going to be a, it's a really good slate, much better than oh yes this past weekend. <laughs> like I said, there's going to be some frauds exposed to this weekend, Michigan especially, and Notre Dame. Kenton? I'm looking to continue my survivor fame. I'm kind of on the border between uh, being able to sell my picks and not. That's how good it's going. Uh, This is probably a jinx. Um, I got kind of lucky today, but not really. Uh, I had the Texans today. Probably a contrary pick uh, to people picking. uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some people that pick the Patriots. That was a pretty uh, secure pick. Um, I wanted to go a little contrarian and see if I could get away with it. I did get away with it. This means I can use the Patriots sometime down the road. Hopefully um, I can pick like when they play the Jets, which will be soon. Um, So that's what I'm looking forward to is uh, trying to find another diamond in the rough uh, survivor NFL game. Plus I'm buying red zone. There you go. Commissioner Goodell. You have my extra dollars. So that's what I'm looking forward to. All right. All right. Now our podcast is over. Thanks for listening. We look Don't forward forget. to hearing your voicemails. Yes. Uh, check us out on Twitter. We got we always got polls going out. Um, I think it's a really good Twitter page. Yeah, give us some voicemails, people. Yeah. I will figure that out. Or or my name isn't, I don't know. I there's gotta be a better phrase than that. <laughs> anyway. It's a good, good, uh, good last word to end on. Bye.